Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Cara. Another Taurus is. Oh Happy birthday to you. Oh my gosh. We should definitely retitle this episode as Kyra's season. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, you want to start? It's your season. <laughs> Anyways, you want to say my little intro speech? I don't know. No, you got it. You got it. All right. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Blame It on the Stars podcast, an astrology podcast where we give you all the tea on what's happening in the universe so you can blame your problems on the stars. It's Jade here. And it's Kara, aka the the birthday queen, oh. the CEO of Taurus season, the Venus square Saturn in the solar return chart, Kara. Stop. <laughs> Anyways, welcome back. Taurus season is here. It's Kara's birthday in Taurus season. We are thrilled. We love Taurus season. I'm a Taurus moon. So I really like Taurus season. And also, this is a wild time for us because if you've been with us since day one, you would know that we started with Gemini season was our first podcast episode. So to be all the way full circle... What? I'm having flashbacks because we put up Taurus season when we had a Patreon. Oh, you're right. We like recorded a Taurus season before. Like it was the first thing we ever that recorded. That was the first actually. thing we ever did. No one listened to it other than our like five Patreons. But like it did exist. Yeah. So we're full circle. Like we are back with Taurus season. And this is like the full circle moment i forgot all about our patreon tbt yeah we were ahead of its time if we if we waited and joined when everyone else joined it would be different i know it really would but anyways in case you're like what the fuck is going on i just signed up to listen to this podcast for the first time this bitch is singing happy birthday to you know whatever they're talking about taurus season let's explain so per use this has been you know, full circle moment, the last of what we started, the season episode, the season forecast episodes. I mean, we're going to keep doing them, but basically we'll talk about everything that's going to happen in Taurus season, what to expect. So, you know, you know what the vibes are going to be like, go through some major information, discuss some Taurus myths and bring some truth about Tauruses to the surface, reveal what's happening, and yeah, we're we're just here, and it's just wild, absolutely wild. I feel like I need to take a deep breath because I want this to be so positive, but I know that we have some bumpy times we have to talk about. Yeah, so Taurus season, what on earth is going to occur in Taurus season? So typically whenever we enter any sign season, we really start to take on that energy of that sign. So we were just in Aries season and we were all kind of little mini Arieses, Aries. There's no plural for Aries, but we all became Aries (laughs) for Aries season. And now we're all becoming Tauruses together. 
I've been saying that a lot lately to Kara. I'm like, we're literally Tauruses together. So yeah, we're all going to become Tauruses together and take on all that Taurus energy. And Kara, as a Taurus, what what is the Taurus energy like? What is the Taurus experience like? All right. So I'm like, let's really break this down because I am a Taurus and I'm tired of being misrepresented and labeled as boring. I know that we will have some you know, myths coming on later in the episode, but I did just want to, you know, acknowledge that from the beginning because I really feel like Tauruses get labeled as being like lazy and obsessed with food and all these other things. And it's just so annoying. So again, Taurus is an earth sign. So we are extremely grounded and practical and just in tune with, you know, how things work. And we also are a fixed sign which makes us a little bit stubborn, but it also makes us extremely resilient. And on top of all of that, Taurus is ruled by Venus, the planet of beauty and nice things. And it's really just all about indulging and enjoying yourself and taking your time and just being in the moment. Yeah, so during Taurus season, you can really start to expect like all those like cozy vibes at home to be the thing I know like we're really excited to be outside for you know vaccinated summer I know that we're all looking forward to that but like Taurus energy like and Taurus season gives us a really good chance to like get comfortable with ourselves get comfortable in our environment and just get cozy and kind of sort of just like relax and you know really indulge in our in ourselves and build up our self-worth build up our self-confidence so we can enjoy vaccinated summer and all of that stuff I can say right now I'm very much in the Taurus vibes you know I have my aromatherapy diffuser going I have incense burning which the incense I have is called moon goddess so we love that I have a candle burning I'm drinking a CBD drink you know recess we'll talk more about recess later you already know the drill on that one if you're a longtime listener and I'm in my comfortable you know, blame it on the stars apparel as we speak. I'm in the Astro Babe t-shirt. If you have it, then you know that this shirt's super ridiculously comfortable and cute. If you don't have it, you can always go check out astromillennials.com and snag yourself some of our some of our apparel because it's pretty comfy and I don't know it like fits the vibe of Taurus season but anyways I'm like no but anyways because I'm sitting here in our new crew neck which is so soft and so comfortable that I'm just so excited for this to eventually be on the website and also if you did order if you ordered from astromillennials.com that may or may not be our website where we sell our clothes but if you did order I saw that a lot of them started to ship out and I'm just so excited so if you did order something and you get it in the mail I feel like you should definitely send it to us or tag us or like dm me or literally anything because I'm excited for everyone to have it and if you got something and you're also excited about it and want to share like please share because I want to see and obviously like we'll repost everything that you tag us in so 
like if you're on Instagram, share it. We'll obviously repost you. We might honestly even just post you to our Instagram. We'll retweet you. I know, yeah, I'm currently in the works of our next release, which is one of the crewnecks that Kara is wearing. I'm so proud of that design that I thought of so randomly. But we're working really hard for some really comfy, cozy, cute stuff for tourist season. So be on the lookout. Be also on the lookout for maybe we might be doing a one-day-only sale. We'll talk a little bit more about that later. And yeah, I'm also super excited to see what everyone gets. Specifically, I know like I've been literally wearing like the Cancer AF hat almost every day. And I've been taking my Blame It On The Stars takeout tote bag with me literally everywhere. I like it fits so much stuff in it. It's so durable. Like I know like I'm spending the weekend at my boyfriend's and I already loaded up that bag with my makeup and you know, my clothes and my heels and all of that stuff. So like if you're, you know, doing a little spend the night action, that's also a really good bag to have. Or just in general, if you're like a commuter, we love to see it. And obviously wearing the t-shirts. I'm in the Astro Babe tee right now. It's so cute. It's so practical. But anyway, let's get back to tourist season. Tangent over. Where do we begin? On... April 19th, that is when the sun will enter Taurus. And when that occurs, that's when we really start to take on all of those Taurus vibes that we were just talking about. So once the sun enters Taurus, you might find yourself really looking forward to, you know, like making purchases. We talked a lot about that with Venus and Taurus in last week's episode, but making some purchases, really enjoying the finer things in life. I know that like, This upcoming weekend, I'm having a, you know, full-time astrologer celebration party. It's really not a party. It's it's two people. But that's going to be at, like, this really nice bougie rooftop. Very on brand for tourist season. I really went all out for Kara's birthday gift. So she's going to be enjoying the finer things in life very soon. You might just be really feeling called to like treating yourself a lot more. And then, like I said, enjoying those cozy vibes, candles burning, things that smell good. And just really like taking your time to slow down and just enjoy the moment and like really just process everything in a practical way. And yeah, That's all going to happen starting around April 19th. (laughs) I'm honestly shocked that you did not include planting seeds in anything that you said yet because that's what Taurus season is like kind of about as we transition from Aries season, which was all about, you know, starting new things, figuring out what you want and getting that like boost of energy. As we like transition into Taurus season, it's more about stabilizing that energy and really putting the work in. So if there's anything going on in your life too that you, you know, whether you started recently or really need to just kind of be on top of or figure out, it's really good to do that during Taurus season, especially because of the practical aspects of it. And also just to focus again on yourself, on boundaries, on self-care and doing what you need to do, you know, for you and getting that stability from within instead of you know from external circumstances and you know the rest yeah so speaking of planting seeds if you actually want to start an herb garden (laughs) 
do do it now like I'm so serious like because last year I made an herb garden I definitely talked about this in one of the episodes but I started an herb garden and I planted all the seeds physically like physically planted seeds in soil in Taurus season right at the beginning of Taurus season and I had a what what is it what do the farmers say a bountiful harvest I don't even know if that's like the correct wording but like I had herbs like I had basil like I had it all so definitely gonna do that again because I am in need of some cilantro and I keep buying it so I might as well just start growing it but yeah so if you're if you're into that know that Taurus season's really in your favor for like gardening so as we know we're gonna start all those Taurus vibes we love that but obviously there's a catch it's been a while since I've said that because 2020 I said that every every season every transit there was always a catch we took a break from the catches for a while the catches are back this is gonna be interesting Taurus season this year is not like a normal Taurus season. It's way more spicy than usual. Let's talk why. April 30th. That's an important day to know. On April 30th, the sun will be conjunct Uranus. And what on earth does that mean? Expect the unexpected. Uranus energy is extremely unexpected. It's unpredictable. And when you have the sun in Taurus, you know, vibing out with, you know, Uranus in Taurus, it's just extremely wild card energy. We always say whenever Uranus is doing something that it's really hard to predict because it's so unpredictable. So, like, it's hard for me to sit here and be like, oh, yeah, like, this is going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised if something weird does come up in society. Some type of, like, unexpected finding is revealed, you know. I know that there's been a lot of stuff going on with, like, vaccines and information with that. I mean, who knows? Because, you know, Uranus and Taurus isn't necessarily, you know, playing that much of a role with the vaccine. But it's still something that, you know, is affecting the body that's, you know, could be unpredictable. Who knows? I don't really know. I don't want to go and sit here and say that that's going to happen. But something along those lines, something unexpected is likely to occur on April 30th. As someone who has literally had Uranus on top of my son for I can't even tell you how long and if you're a Taurus sun, and I'm not sure if it's actually by Jade's moon or not, but it is. If, if you're also a Taurus sun and Uranus has been hanging out there, then you already know the energy. And it's really like anything can happen. And like Jade said, Uranus brings anything. Like literally anything can happen. And that means that good things can happen. Things could unexpectedly, you know, fall into place or you might accidentally get into, I don't know, a really good situation or, you know, something you've been working on just, you know, magically works out or like things like that. But also sometimes the change that Uranus brings can be a little bit stressful. It could be a little bit unexpected. If you're into tarot, it could be more like a tower moment where it's just like you don't know what's going on. Things are changing and things can feel kind of uncertain. And it's ironic because, again, Taurus energy is really about the familiar. And that's kind of why this energy is a little bit more complicated and a little bit more complex because Uranus is switching things up and the sun is 
and both Uranus in Taurus like wants to have like you know something solid something there something that you know you know you can rely on and like whatever else so it might bring about a little bit of uncertainty so if anything goes on in your personal life where you're like why is this happening the answer is probably Uranus yeah and I do want to emphasize like that that could be good or bad because I've been on the good end of it like because my moon is really close to Kara's sun it's we're it's conjunct like my moon is conjunct her sun I think we only have like three maybe two degrees separating us but I can say like in my own experience as a Taurus moon and having Uranus there it's been really good it's not like bad things are happening unexpectedly it's a lot of good things that are happening unexpectedly so I don't want anyone to panic because I mean, if you haven't noticed in the past few episodes, I've had a lot of very good announcements, like good things can happen with it. So I don't want anyone to sit here and be like, oh, no, like the world's going to fall apart. Like, I mean, it could, but it also can fall together. You have no idea what's going to happen. And in situations like that, you just need to kind of go with it and just be open to whatever life throws at you and just kind of roll with it, which is hard during Taurus season because Taurus energy doesn't really want to get outside of its comfort zone so it might be a little like tense you might have a lot of stress during it but it's important to know that change is like a good thing because it's likely gonna occur somehow or another around April 30th the days leading up to it and the days leading after it yeah I was I think this was a TikTok but I'm not entirely sure but essentially it's like a story about I mean I'm gonna like really like mess this up but it's like we judge things as being like good or bad when in actuality like you know one action can lead to like a million other things so sometimes we perceive things as being a blockage that in time we realize was actually a gift because it allowed for other doors to open and things like that so I think that that's very like on brand I guess for the sun being conjunct Uranus because it is kind of about switching things up and Uranus is kind of neutral it's not necessarily you know pretty intense like it can be very you know uncomfortable I guess especially you know as a tourist myself and as someone who doesn't necessarily do the best with change like it can be difficult but it's not necessarily going to be like Jade said something that's like really dramatic or something that you know is feels like a lot because it depends on your whole chart and what's going on and things like that so that's just kind of important to remember and also like wouldn't be surprised if you know things happen on like social media or with celebrities and things like that too just because you know it's an outer planet and it is affecting things on a more like large scale another zesty one to know is may 3rd when the sun squares saturn and that's gonna be tough like I hate to say it like I really do because I'm not someone who likes to look at Saturn energy and like be the Debbie Downer about it because I'm ruled by Saturn right we like Saturn in case you're like what on earth is Saturn Saturn's a planet that deals with discipline and karma but it's very restrictive in nature and squares create tension to the sun our ego so If you start feeling really like down about yourself during this time or sort of starting to beat yourself up about a lot of different things, then know that like 
it's going to be – it's going to happen. I mean, not saying it's guaranteed to happen, but if it happens that, you know, the energy's there, it's going to be important to just sort of ride it out and, like, have your affirmations on deck ready to go to be your own support system during that time where you might feel a little bit, I guess, just, like, down. Or you might feel burnt out and stressed or just, you know, like you can't meet your own – expectations or you can't meet the expectations of an authority figure or things like that so just know that around May 3rd it might get a little uncomfy but Saturn as I have mentioned many times in many readings or many times on this episode not this episode in this podcast if you work with Saturn Saturn works with you and Saturn can reward you, it's just going to be a matter of like working through that period to get that good karma, if you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just really important that you take care of yourself, the theme of this episode apparently, because it can be kind of difficult. And again, I have Saturn sun things going on in my own chart, so I know what it's like, especially because there really will be a tendency to either feel like you're restricted, whether that's, you know, there's a million things. We're literally living through a pandemic. Like it could be that, it could be authority, it could just be, you know, you're trying to do something and it's just not working out and like that can be incredibly frustrating or, you know, it's just important, I think, to be kind to yourself in those moments and to realize that what you're doing is enough. I really don't think that we give ourselves enough credit for the things that we do. I actually started making what I call to done lists where I write down all the things that I do because sometimes I'll be like, oh, I have to do this, this, and this, and this today. And then I'll be upset that I didn't do it. And it's like, wait a second. Like, yes, I didn't finish that one thing, but look at all the things that I actually did accomplish. And I just think that that's a really important practice, even just to like reflect on for yourself, especially again, it's a pandemic. Like, I'm sorry, I'm not trying to be like, you know, negative, but like there are a lot of things in our lives that we wanted to be doing that we thought this time last year would be back to quote unquote normal. And now it's not. And I think that is going to be highlighted, I guess, by this square. And it's not all bad. Nothing in astrology is all bad. Usually Saturn will teach us a lot of really important lessons. So if you do find that it is a more difficult time for you on a personal level to kind of just try to take the approach of like, okay, what can I learn from this? Like, what do I need? What can I do to, you know, take care of myself and things like that? Again, not everyone might be feeling it as intensely as others, especially again, because everyone's chart is different. But I did just want to give that disclaimer for you. Yeah, I can say too, like, you know, I don't know. We all go through periods where we feel kind of just like, I guess, like down. And, you know, it's very normal to have periods where you feel, I guess, just like not like yourself. Like, it's it's normal, you know, to have moments where you're just kind of, you know, out of it or like a little upset about things. And I want to say that the thing with Saturn is it is I don't know as someone who's ruled by Saturn I can say we don't like to express emotions and we feel guilty for having them and granted it's the sun here so it's not nearly as bad as like if it was the moon or something but it's going to be really important to allow yourself to feel and allow yourself to 
you know, just get through it, whatever that means to you, whether that's just like allowing yourself to have a good cry, to writing and journaling or whatever it is, it's going to just be important that you don't resist it because Saturn is trying to teach you a lesson. It's trying to, you know, guide you in a different way. And during that tension, it's going to feel like you're being tested. So it's going to be really important that you just give yourself the space to feel and to breathe and to to vibe and do whatever you need to do. I know like I was really out of it lately and I like recently just came back into my meditation and realized like, wow, like, you know, I needed to kind of drift in order to refocus. So take the good with the bad and the bad with the good. May 13th, the sun will sextile Neptune, which is pretty good. Neptune is... A bit of a confusing planet because it deals with confusion, deals with, you know, illusion. And with the sun sextile positive aspect, this is actually a really good transit for getting in touch with your spirituality, especially because something really special happens on May 13th. We'll talk about it later, but yeah, you're really going to be into those spiritual vibes. And I don't want to say anymore because something even bigger happens on May 13th. And then the last day to know, you know, in regards to like sun aspects is that on May 17th, the sun will trine Pluto, which is pretty good for just like taking initiative, taking the lead. And there's going to be a lot of other energy supporting that. But again, we'll talk more about that stuff later. So something that people ask all the time is how long is this transit going to last? Because I know that a lot of people on Twitter like tweet about the transits and I always see people replying like, oh, like how long is this? How long is that? And I just wanted to like quickly answer that question and how long like the aspects last, meaning like the things we're just talking about, like sun conjunct Uranus and then sun square Saturn, all of those things the amount of time that that takes to happen depends on how quick the planets are moving. So in this case, we're talking about Uranus, Saturn, Neptune, and Pluto, which all are outer planets, and they move incredibly slow. So that's why earlier in the episode, I was like, Taurus season might be a little bit rough because there are a lot of these aspects happening. And as you can see, they all go back to back and they're kind of like going to overlap. And I'm not saying that this is going to be tough. And honestly, the worst of the astrology was in 2020 if you've been here that long then you know we would literally record the season episodes and be like we're so sorry like we don't know how to tell you this so if you've been here since then like don't worry it's not that bad like it's not like that at all it's not something to be worried about it just makes tourist season a little bit more spicy compared to the other seasons and if you listen to again our episodes earlier this year we spoke a lot about why that is and why you know the fixed sign season seasons are going to be a bit more difficult it's just because a lot of the outer planets are also in fixed signs now which are creating a lot of aspects so I just wanted to give everyone that little background so that they can really understand you know what's going on in the sky and what is making this like be this way and hopefully answer some questions too about how long transits and aspects last because it really does depend on the planet and how quick they're moving Well, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, (laughs) but I have some bad news. On April 23rd, Mars enters Cancer, and Mars hates to be in Cancer. Mars does not like it. And let's talk about that. So, Mars, the planet of motivation, but also anger, 
cancer. I'm a cancer, right? I love cancers. We love we love each other. Me and cancers, we're all homies. We all read each other's minds. It's great. We love it. But the thing with cancer energy coming from a cancer is like we could be a little moody sometimes and we can have a lot of emotions and when you're putting, you know, the planet of anger in this like emotional water energy, like in my head, it's like Mars is trying to swim and cancer is drowning it in the ocean. It is turbulent. And I think of it as like, you know, also like those like storms and like, you know, the pirate movies and then the oceans like all over the place and the waves are like just so aggressive. Like that's the visual I get for Mars and Cancer because it can get very moody around April 23rd onward. You might find yourself feeling really angsty. I think of this as, you know, like I'm a cancer. So like, I mean, I don't have my Mars in cancer, but like I know this experience when like you feel a certain way and you're angry about it, but you don't want anyone to know, but you want them to know at the same time. So you don't say anything about it. You just hope that they can pick up on the fact that you're pissy and then ask what's wrong. And then you yell at them because they didn't figure it out sooner. Like that kind of energy might come out. And the thing with Mars in Cancer too is it can get very scary very quickly when angry. So, you know, around April 23rd onward, if you find yourself getting like scary angry and like borderline like I need to get revenge on this person. How dare you wrong me? How dare you hurt me? How dare you betray me? Like and feel very defensive too. That's another thing. You might feel very defensive over your emotions, over how you feel. Like that might start to occur. Now, I do want to say like obviously energy is not forever. Like this is just going to be a period. And there's definitely some good things that come with Mars and Cancer too. Like, you know, creative drives, you know, expressing yourself creatively and passionate vibes you know especially I can see this as being very protective over loved ones which is like good you know that's great we love that but like just be mindful that the the aggression can get a little intense the little crab claws will come out (laughs) I I don't know I think that I'm slightly more positive about this especially because my Mars is in Scorpio so this is making some pretty good Mars aspects I can say that you probably will be very emotionally driven and you probably do need to watch out for taking things personally especially because we know sun saturn situation will be approaching shortly after and during so it's kind of like you know mars and cancer can make you feel like it's your fault and then you're very emotional about it and then saturn is like no but it really is your fault and like it really can be a slippery slope So it is kind of important to, you know, make sure that you're processing your emotions, especially anger in a way that is healthy and productive, whether that's, you know, working out, going for a walk, things like that, or honestly creating things because of the fact that cancer is a very like creative sign. So whatever works for you, journaling, like having a place to kind of like release that, but Yeah, I also feel like sometimes when Mars is in Cancer too that it is extremely empathetic and I do really enjoy the like Taurus Cancer vibe even though, you know, Mars doesn't really like to be in Cancer. I don't know. It's I'm like, you better like it. You better like the Taurus and Cancer combo. (laughs) 
I'm like, I'm sure everyone listening to this podcast likes the Taurus Cancer combo. I'm like, you better. <laughs> I'm so psycho. A little swirl. Like, if you don't think me and Kara are compatible, then get out. Oh my gosh. See, that's what happens when cancers are mad. <laughs> Speaking of being a cancer, overprotective as fuck for no reason over your loved ones, April 25th, you better save the date. Save the date. April 25th. Dun, dun, dun. The most important day of Taurus season. Start off right now. Get your calendar. You don't even need to know what's happening yet. Just start off. Write it down. Want to know what's happening April 25th? Kara has a birthday. And why on earth does it matter? Because we love Kara. We support Kara. You better go and tweet her happy birthday at April 25th at midnight Eastern Standard Time. You better be ready with the messages. Honestly, send her a little gift on Venmo. Buy her a gift. Amazon wishlist or something i don't really know but we are showing our love and support for Kara. and if you don't know how else to do that then guess what (laughs) just changed so fast guess what we can do we're gonna have a special one day only sale Kara birthday sale on all t-shirts on our website astromillennials.com so if you've been like i've been really wanting to buy some of the clothes that they've been talking about it's really cute we've seen the posts on instagram we see the tweets i'm you know i want to pull the plug i'm ready to buy ready to buy a t-shirt then guess what april 25th one day only we are going to be doing a sale for 15 percent off your order one day only use the code bday b-d-a-y at astromillennials.com on all t-shirts you will get 15 percent off your order one day only celebrate Kara's birthday and buy a nice little taurus af shirt and you can wear it and think about Kara and be like i wear this shirt even though i'm a sagittarius because i love Kara and it's her birthday i don't really know oh maybe that's God. a little weird but you know what i mean like <laughs> well i mean all the tauruses should definitely get it and treat themselves so we also have stickers that won't be on sale though i guess but they're cute <laughs> yeah they're cheap enough as is yeah true true so yeah, Taurus. Taurus is Tori, Torians. Like you, everyone can thank me later for that. If you want to buy a little. <laughs> That's my birthday gift to everyone, the discount. Yeah, if you want to buy a little, little Taurus shirt, then save the day, April 25th. And then don't forget to send Kara a happy birthday message. People came here just to memorize my birthday, not to learn astrology this week. Yeah, I'm so dramatic. That's going to be the main takeaway. I'm like, I know. I'm like, this is your episode. I'm like, it's just your world and we're all living in it. I'm the main character. You are. But anyway, right after Kara's birthday. Oh, wait, is the moon going to be in your first house on your birthday? I don't know how to do math. It might be. You might have a Libra moon in your solar return. That's so cute. I'm going to go. Oh, wait, I do. Yeah, how did do. that not? Wait, I don't want to cry in public. I don't want my moon there. I mean, it's really good for expressing your emotions, I guess, but I feel like it just means I'm going to cry. I'm like, you're still a double Venus. That's so cute. Anyway, (laughs) on April 26th, also save the date for no reason other than it is the pink moon, aka the full moon in Scorpio. I don't even know what the deal with the pink moon is. I just saw it on Twitter and I put it in my calendar and I already picked out a pink outfit to go look at the moon. Tell me you're a cancer without actually telling me you're a cancer, but 
Anyways, the pink moon is happening on April 26th, full moon in Scorpio. I think that it's going to be a really nice full moon. We'll obviously do a whole separate episode on the full moon because like we love that. But anyway, it's going to be all about releasing control, creating space for more emotions to come in and sort of just like really expressing your emotions and you know, having empathy for others, empathy for yourself, but also at the same time, like finding boundaries because Taurus season deals a lot with boundaries. We didn't really touch on that that much, but Taurus season can deal a lot with boundaries and with the full moon in Scorpio, we will be reevaluating, you know, what information we keep private, what information we make public and having those conversations with ourselves or with others to figure out the fine line between what what's worth putting out there and what isn't for our own safety and our own reasons. Yeah, it's going to be very emotional. Like full moons are emotional, but full moons in a water sign like I'm sorry it's going to be emotional it's going to be very healing though too I feel like there's a lot of chance here or like opportunity here to process a lot of things and to really reflect because Scorpio energy is very internal so I feel like it is a good time to kind of again look within and see what's coming up for you and also to figure out what your priorities are during that time. On April 27th Pluto will retrograde in Capricorn and Pluto deals with you know transformation it deals with rebirth capricorn deals with the government and authority so uh, this happened last year it's been happening for a hot minute the tea with pluto retrogrades is a lot of you know government secrets come out typically information coming out just in general about authority maybe you find out some work related tea you know maybe your boss is involved in a pyramid scheme or something i really don't know but like you might find out some information or just start to revisit old structures. That's that's going to affect more of like society. Maybe we'll do a separate episode or we'll talk about it with the full moon in Scorpio because we always have predictions with that one. But I'm like, wait, another promo though. It's extensively written about in our book if you have it. So if you already bought our 2021 guide, like I went, I went in, like there's a lot of details there and we're going to update you eventually, but just letting you know that if you already own the book, it's there. And if you don't own the book and you're interested in knowing all the transits ahead of time and having all the dates written out, that's also like on our website. (laughs) This is true. Astromillennials.com. Purchase the 2021 ebook. Anyway, May 3rd, Mercury will enter its home sign of Gemini and that is great for having some memes being flirty you might be a little scatterbrained from time to time lots and lots of jokes learning new things teaching yourself new things and just like overall the energy I always get with Mercury and Gemini is like memes 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 you know (laughs) like I'm expecting like Twitter to be funny again and like good TikToks to come out during like Mercury and Gemini. I also think that social media during that time is going to be just like so active, especially Twitter, because you know, Mercury likes being in Gemini. I don't know if you said this, but Gemini is ruled by Mercury. So there's a lot of thinking, a lot of processing, a lot of communication, a lot of creativity and those kinds of things going on. So it should be it should be good. Gemini too is a very like lighthearted energy and after Taurus season is Gemini season. So it's like a little bit of a little bit of a taste, especially with the next transit too that we're about to talk about. Which Karen I love. <laughs> 
which is on May 8th, Venus will enter Gemini and we'll do a whole episode on that one because Kara and I both have Venus and Gemini and there's so many misconceptions about that placement. So when the transit comes out, I guarantee you, you're going to see people on Twitter being like, everyone's a hoe now that Venus is in Gemini because people don't get it. So we'll have to do a lot of, you know, Maybe we'll have to myth bust the transit. <laughs> Normally, we just do myth busters for, you know, like the signs. Like Taurus, we, myth busters is coming up. But, you know, normally we do that for the signs, but we might need to do Venus and Gemini because people have a lot of misconceptions about what that transit entails. The real T, the shortened version, the short and sweet, sweet and low, Splenda version is that it's really good for like learning new skills, teaching yourself new things, having increased communication, you know, having duality in your relationships, you know, having fun, changing things up, you know, communicating a lot, learning a lot of new things, you know, and for singles, it's definitely going to be fun. It's going to be flirty and fun. And even if you're in a relationship, it's going to be flirty and fun when Venus enters Gemini on May 8th. But we'll have to do do an, a full episode on that one because there's a lot we have to say about that. <laughs> I'm so excited. It's our Venus return. I will be thriving. Again, we're big fans of Gemini energy. So hate to say it, if you're a Gemini hater, like I really, I really don't know why. And I really hope that you like come to the other side because they are really misunderstood and it's going to be a good time. Yeah. So speaking of good times, the new moon in Taurus on May 11th. If you're looking for a day to manifest some money, I would put that one down in your calendar. New moons are all about new beginnings. So these will, it will serve as an opportunity for new beginnings on the self-care front, making sure that you're building up your self-confidence again, getting your money in check, setting boundaries, and then also like taking your time with things. Again, May 11th is kind of far from now. So we'll talk more about that later, but know that like, you know, new moons, good vibes. And then the last thing to happen in Taurus season will need its own episode 110% because on May 13th, Jupiter will enter its home sign of Pisces. And if you've been waiting for things to get good, it's about to get good. I don't want to say anymore. It needs its own episode, but things are going to get good. We need to say a little bit. I think we need to I think we need to mention a little bit because we've talked about it for a while, especially if you've been listening to astrologists talking about the pandemic and things like that, because Jupiter really likes to be in Pisces, so a lot of people had very positive you know, interpretations for that. So again, we will do more details, but I just want everyone to know that it will be a good time. It will be fun. It will also retrograde back out of Pisces. So it's not permanent. I just want to mention that it's only getting within the first few degrees and we will be thriving during that time. And then it'll retrograde and things will be okay, just like how they're okay now. And then 2022 is when our time to shine really is. And you need, I felt like we had to mention it because it is a big deal and it's coming up soon and you're going to see a lot of people talking about it. Yeah, it's like really like 
It's really good. We've been saying since 2020, like, oh, things will get better in 2022 because that's when Jupiter's in Pisces. But we get a little taste of next year during May 13th onward for a little bit, like a little vaccinated summer moment. We'll talk when it happens because I feel like, you know, a lot of the stuff in Taurus season's juicy. There's a lot of juice here. We're really going to have to pull out the full Taurus vibes and take it step by step. You know, can't rush the process, can't rush your learning process, can't rush the transits. So we'll just take it step by step. Can't rush anything in Taurus season. It's time. All right. You all know what time it is. Mythbusters has entered the chat. We are back once again to bust all of the Taurus myths. And disclaimer, I'm sorry if I get heated. I'm a Taurus. And these are going to make me mad. I will also get mad because I'm a Taurus moon. It's essentially just time for us to rant into the abyss. We're going to rant. I'm going to let Kara rant a lot. (laughs) Just so you know. (laughs) So, oh, I'm already heated. Myth number one. Mm -mm. You motherfuckers. Taurus are lazy. False. Kara, tell them. First of all, Jade has talked about this before about cancer stereotypes, but believe it or not, before I was into astrology, the reason why I was like, I, like I'm really a Taurus was because everyone said that Tauruses are lazy. And I have danced my entire life and I do a million things. And I was like, there is not a single part of me that is lazy. And I will say, you know, We're ruled by Venus. We know how to enjoy ourselves. We know how to relax. We know how to have a good time. But that isn't the only thing that we do. We're literally a fixed sign. Like when a Taurus is doing something, they're 100% committed. Nothing can stop them. Like I tried to learn how to play the flute. I should have given up. (laughs) Sorry, this is like a funny example. But like I literally should have given up. I was so bad. I had braces. And I refused to quit. So I don't ever want to hear that Tauruses are lazy because honestly, knowing when to rest and knowing when to take a break is not being lazy. That's how you take care of yourself. I was going to say, I think that the reason that people say this is stemming from a way bigger issue, which is that Taurus have boundaries and know that investing in you know themselves is productive and that taking a break is productive and that society has been tricking you into thinking that being productive at all hours of the day is where your worth comes from and that you have to like you know build Rome in a day in order to pay the bills where Taurus knows like it's not worth it if it's going to bring me stress and then takes breaks you know enjoys enjoys the moment enjoys you know I don't even know like I think of like this is gonna be a really like fucked up example I guess but like think about you know American capitalism and you know like regular like European life I don't want to speak for all of Europe but when we were in Spain I was like waiting for the waiter to come like grab our check because I didn't know that I was allowed to stay there for as long as I want. That's like the Taurus energy of like, I'm here to enjoy this experience of being at the restaurant. Whereas like America, it's like, okay, well, time's up. We got to get another table in here to profit. Like Taurus energy is that experience in Spain where you're sitting at the table for a long time, having good conversation, getting to know people, sipping the sangria at a leisurely pace. And in you know, enjoying the whole experience of it all. So 
you know, you might look at that and be like, that's lazy, but it's not. It's just because you're conditioned to think otherwise. And Taurus has boundaries and I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but a lot of people don't like that Taurus has boundaries and that sounds like a you problem. You know what else sounds like a you problem? What? The next myth. When people say that Tauruses are are judgmental. I'm sorry. I didn't even let you introduce it because I'm mad. No, go. I'm like, this is your episode. Like, I'm like, no. And I hate when people say that. I see it all the time on Twitter. Where it's like, oh, Taurus is rude. They don't understand. They don't have emotions. We don't even have that one on here. But let me tell you, we have emotions. We have feelings. We are literally ruled by Venus. Like, we care. If a Taurus cares about you, they care a lot. And they will probably care about you forever. Sorry to expose myself like that. But, like, if, you know, like, it's just, no, we're not judgmental. I have actually said on the podcast, maybe I think I have mentioned this before. Maybe not. But, you know, I do get frustrated when people, you know, have problems that could be solved. (laughs) Or, like, if someone, like, asks you for advice and you tell them and then they don't do it and then it's a mess and they come to you and you're like, I really don't know what to say other than, like, maybe you should have listened. And, like, obviously I would not say that to a person. (laughs) Like, you know. I would not say that. I leave a rising like I'm capable and so are all other Tauruses of being empathetic when we need to be and like it's not it's not being judgmental. It's just we want to be helpful. We want to be practical. We want to help you like fix it and like even though we're a fixed sign and we can get very like set in our beliefs again it's not it's not to like be mean or rude or like anything like that. It's just that's what works for us. We know that that works. So like why are we going to change it? You know what I mean? Like I don't know. It's hard to explain. I have to say as a cancer and you know our stereotype is that we cry. Kara's seen me cry so much and she's never once been like you cry baby pathetic person. Like, if she was judgmental, she would probably be making fun of me for crying. But she's a Taurus with, like, the only water on her chart being Mars and Scorpio. <laughs> like, Kara's got an Earth moon. She's got a fire Mercury. Like, but she's not judgmental every time I cry. Because she just knows that that's what I need to do and, and like, recognizes that and doesn't judge me for it. So where are you getting judgmental from? Again, I really think that this comes down to the fact that Taurus has boundaries and people can't deal with that. People have a hard time because they want to take advantage and Taurus won't tolerate that bullshit, so. You need to start the next one so I don't yell. (laughs) The next myth. Myth number three. All Taurus do is eat. Why? I want to know why. I want to know why this is a myth. Why does, like, what on earth? Everybody we all eats. Eat. Oh my gosh, we had the same thought. It's true. And also, we don't do that here where we comment on what people eat because that's, like, not okay, first of all. And I, like, hate when everyone's, it's like... It's not. Like, it's not okay in any capacity. Not even just about Tauruses, but, like, I hate when people are, like, oh, like, you're getting that. Or, like, oh, I'm a... Ta- like, oh, you're hangry? It's because you're a Taurus. Like, no. Everyone needs food to survive. Or you know what I'm gonna say. What? How could you not eat meat? Oh my god, don't you miss cheese? Oh, because you're... Oh my god, how hard is it to like not eat eggs? I could never do that. Are you going to hate me because I'm eating a burger in front of you? Like, shut up. Like, shut up. 
I'm vegan in case you didn't know that. But anyway, why are we commenting on what people eat? It's disrespectful in zodiac signs and in regular life. Yes. Pausing for emphasis. I will say though that obviously Tauruses like food. There's a lot of Tauruses who are foodies. I want to say like what's that guy with the spiky white hair? I think he has like a Taurus stellium. What? Guy Fieri? Yeah, that guy. I was going to call him Ferrari. So I was like, I should just not say his last name. But like, like, okay, I understand but I don't because I think it's incredibly rude. But I have had some really good conversations with other tourists about food. You know, we we do enjoy eating, but I really don't think that it's like it, it's like overly romanticized by people who aren't tourists who are like they literally like have dreams. I swear, like if I had to draw a picture of what other people think of like tourists and food, it would be like one person sitting at those really long like dining room tables that are meant for like groups and the whole thing like has platters and trays and it has like dessert and they're just sitting there eating alone like that's not like that's not what it is and I think it's incredibly rude to just say that tourists are lazy all they do is eat like that is not represent that doesn't represent us at all I have another (laughs) rant about this as a tourist moon because the hangry one, no one said it, but people always say that Taurus are hangry. Taurus likes to do what feels good. And this one goes out to all you people <laughs> who've ever gone out to a bar with me pre-COVID. I don't understand what the problem is if I need to eat a damn meal when I'm out. Why is that an issue and why does that make me a foodie? If I'm hungry when I'm out because I'm intoxicated and I want a meal and now I can't focus on what we're doing because all I'm thinking about how hungry I am, like why is it a big deal if I have a snack? If the snack is going to make me feel better and then I'll be energized to stay out more. Why does that make me a foodie? Why does it make me a Taurus moon who loves to eat? No, I'm hungry. I eat. Problem solved. It's not that difficult. Drives me crazy. And then people want to say that we're judgmental. Meanwhile, if anyone... Like, okay, if I'm out and someone has to go to the bathroom, I'll come with you. If you want to get food, maybe I'm not hungry because believe it or not, (laughs) tourists aren't hungry 24-7. Like, maybe I'm not. I'll still go with you to get food. Like, I just, I can't. The whole thing. I know. Kara used to do it with me when I would complain. I was like, I just want a snack and everyone's being mean to me because I'm just hungry. And then she'd be like, do you want to get fries? I'm like, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Back in our days, living together. But yeah, ridiculous. Oh my God. I could think of so many more now that the ones that weren't even on here, but I hate when people say that tourists are simple. But I feel like sometimes you just need to be simple. Like, I'm hungry, I eat. Problem solved. Why are we wasting time? Anyway, speaking of, let's move on. Next myth. Tourists are stubborn. No. Here's the thing. And I'm going to say it short and simple. Tourists have boundaries. You don't like that Taurus has boundaries and you want to walk all over them and that's rude and that's a you problem yeah like i said fix sign we can get set in our ways we are just as stubborn as scorpios and aquariuses and leos i never say them in order but they're all fixed signs too we're all the same we get very set in our ways we like doing things similarly you know if we like something if we believe something that's what it is if we set a boundary that's what it is like I just I don't I can't comprehend why someone would like be mad about that 
because it really is you know that simple like I don't want to go like that's the end of it like like why I just don't I don't get it either. Like, how could you argue? Like, I don't want to go. Like, that's it. I don't want to play that's what I'm saying. the game. Like, I don't want to do this. And, like, yeah. people get mad or they take it personally. <laughs> yes. And most of the time, it's, like, yes. not personal. It's just yes. we need to do something else or we're busy or we need time to relax yes. or, like, whatever the reason is. So people like to take it the wrong way. Yes. It's, like, why would you do things that you don't want to do? Like, why? Like, because I've been – in case you didn't know, I hate drinking games. I don't ask me to play them. Taurus Moon. <laughs> Someone says, do you want to play a drinking game? I say no because I don't want to. Now it's a whole ordeal. Why? Because I said no. Now you're looking at me thinking I'm stubborn. Why would I do something I don't want to do? How is that stubborn? It's a boundary. Learn the difference. Check yourself. Next myth. Taurus are boring. Why? <laughs> In what have you ever listened to this podcast and thought, wow, Jade and Kara are so boring? No, you come <laughs> back every week. Do I need to explain anything else? No, we just proved it. I'm not even a real Taurus, and I'm mad about it. We just proved it. Yeah, I don't know. I like, I don't get it. Like, I really, I just like, I I'm keep saying, like, you. I don't get it. Like, Okay, we're boring because why? Because we like doing the same things. How does that affect you? Yes, <laughs> I'm that's sorry. What I'm saying. Like, that's if what I'm I saying. go, like, if I go to that restaurant, order the same thing every time. Why? Like, why does that bother you? Like, what why about does it, it matter? It, the food like, is it's good. not boring to me. <laughs> like, like it has nothing to do with you. Like, why are you bothered? That's what I'm like, saying. <laughs> people just project the fact that they can't walk all over onto a tourist. Now it's a whole ordeal. They're just mad I'm, that they can't take yeah. advantage of of us. I'm not I even know. a real one. Like, how know. dare you? I can't. I can't. I know. I'm so mad. Oh, man. All right. We put a lot of myths in here because Taurus is misunderstood. All right. Listen, that's just how it is. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Actually, I'm not sorry about it at all. Let's move on. Next myth. Taurus are overindulgent. No. We just practice self-care and you don't. <laughs> it's cracking me up. I because uh, I'm thinking about all the times because my Taurus moon, you know, like my friends would be like, oh, Jade and her 15 step skincare routine. Listen, I have hormonal acne. Why? Like, I'm sorry. I don't want to walk out with like a million zits all over my chin. Of course, I'm going to take the time to do my skincare routine because I'm not dirty. I'm, I'm sorry. I have an example and I don't mean to make you upset, but I'll never forget when we were going to, I think we're going to film something. I don't know. It was some dance thing and you were being rushed out of your car and you dropped some type of skincare yes. thing. I don't even know what it was. I think it was a moisturizer yes. maybe. I don't know. And it like literally fell into like the sewer or something dramatic like that. And everyone was still walking and like I had watched the whole thing happen. I was mortified. I was literally like, oh my gosh. I was like, can they chill? I'm like, now what is she going to do? Like I have never experienced anything like that. And I just don't, I don't know what the rush is. This is probably a tangent, but I really don't know what the rush is. And I definitely am also the type of person that like sits in my car before and after going anywhere and like it's it's okay I think it's okay to take your time it's okay to do what you need to do if your skincare routine needs to be 13 steps then it needs to be again how does it affect you 
You're not the one who's doing it. I was going to clarify because I was like, oh, like I do 15 steps because I don't want my skin to be dirty. That has nothing to do with like acne being dirty because I have hormonal acne. I just want to clarify that real quick. What I mean is because the visual in my head is when you wash your face and the makeup doesn't all the way come off and then you use your toner and then the toner's still taking off the makeup. That's what I mean. Like I don't do that. I don't like, you know, if I have to double cleanse to get all the makeup off, I do because I know that it's going to break me out if I don't. And then I make sure that my toner has well soaked in so that way I can get the benefits of the skincare routine. So why is that a big deal that I don't want to go to sleep with like makeup on my face? So like, no judgment if you do do that. But like Some if I know really that that's going to break out my skin. Yeah, but like if that's going to cause a whole skin issue for me then why I'm not going to do that. I'm sorry. I'm going to take the time to do take my skin my, my makeup off and do my skincare routine cuz I care about that. And how is that overindulgent? Yeah, I just feel like Tauruses have so much respect. Like I think that's what it really is. Like if someone needs to do something, like that's fine. And I just will never understand why other people get mad about it. That's what I'm saying. Like Kara, if you were like well, this is why we get along, obviously. Everyone's listening to this. Like, I listen to you two psychos. I understand the dynamic now. But, like, if Kara was like, oh, like, I, th- I think we did this example, like, last week where if I was like, hey, do you want to come over? And she's like, no, I have homework. I would be like, all right, cool. And I'd move on because she has homework. What am I going to do? Cause a whole scene and manipulate her into coming over for selfish reasons? No. She said, I have homework. I said, okay, cool. I do something else. It's it's that. And I think the problem is that, you know, Taurus is like that. Someone's like, Jade, it's time to go to bed. I don't know why someone would be telling me that. And I'm like, no, I got to take off my makeup. And then you're like, <gasps> you overindulgent. All you do is, is splurge and treat yourself and take so much time. Like, no, I just want to do my skincare. Why is it a problem? I don't get it because Taurus doesn't do that to other people because we would want to be respected too. And then I don't even know. I don't even know what the overindulgent thing is. I just think if you like nice things too, like this is the thing too, like, cause you know, my mom had an issue with it for a hot minute where like I would buy expensive clothes and I don't mean like, you know, Gucci bags and stuff. I just mean I would prefer to buy, you know, like good quality jeans instead of cheap ones. And then she'd be like, you spend. And I'm like, no, cause this is going to last me a long time. So how's that overindulgent? It's just being smart, making investments. Yeah. Since we're on the topic, another myth is that Tauruses are materialistic, only care about money and all of those other things. And like, I know that there are some Tauruses that wear a lot of name brands, but like that's not every single Taurus. And I think it's like also really rude because everyone's situation is obviously different. And like Jade was just saying, we make smart purchases, put it that way. Even like, even if I'm shopping, I don't even know where. I talked about this last episode too. Like I'll shop the sale rack. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like you get things that are good, that are practical, that you're going to use. You're not necessarily going to buy something that, you know, is cheap just because, like, I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird dynamic. We just make very smart choices, I like to say, or like very practical choices where it's like, okay, I can buy this now, but it's going to get destroyed after two washes. I'll have to buy it again. Like that's the same amount of money as buying the good one the first time, you know, like. But yeah, no, like Kara and I literally always say, why do things that don't matter? 
that's exactly it. Why make purchases that don't like, you know, it's like all about making those smart choices. Like, it's not like it's materialistic. Like, who like I have a like a I don't even know. I can't even think of what's materialistic anymore. But like, you know, it's like I'd rather spend the money on something good that's going to last me for a while unless I need something cheap that can get ripped in five minutes for a one-time situation. It's just making good choices because why do things that don't matter? Why make dumb choices when you can make smart ones? I feel like another stereotype too is that Tauruses are cheap and like stingy like that too. So I don't really know how both of those things (laughs) are said about Tauruses. But again, I really think it just comes down to the practical standpoint and just making, again, smart financial decisions because we do consider a lot of things. And that's just just the way that it is. And again, it's not your money. It's fine. some Taurus fun facts to close it off in case our ranting wasn't enough to, you know, prove everything about Tauruses and how, you know, how things are. But some important things that I think are worth knowing is how loyal and considerate Taurus are. Kara has been with me through thick and thin. Kara has been with me since I had a black bob and I was crying all the time and I was having, you know, mental breakdowns on our porch because that's what happened sometimes on our porch back then. Tauruses are so loyal. It's a fixed sign. And why are we sitting here thinking about how they're overindulgent, blah, 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 all this stuff when we're forgetting the fact that they have, you know, they have good boundaries. They're, you know, they choose good people to be in their life. And because they have these good people in their lives with good boundaries and everyone's respecting one another, these friendships or relationships or connections or business partners, hello, last for like a long, long time, you know? Yeah. I always used to say that I'm loyal to a fault because like I mentioned this earlier but like once I care about someone that just doesn't go away like it doesn't matter even if like for whatever reason not that this would happen but if like me and Jade finished recording this podcast and magically never talked again and then she came back like three years from now I would still be like oh hey what's up (laughs) like that like I don't know how to explain it and it's really hard and sometimes like don't use this like you know information for like bad things meaning like don't think that you can just like screw over a tourist because I just said that because that's not gonna work it takes a lot to get a tourist mad so they might not you know ghost you or cut you off the first time or the second time or the third time but like if you cross a line we are a little bit capable of doing that so you know don't like take advantage of Tauruses but they are extremely loyal another thing to know is that Taurus aren't pushovers and have high standards so this goes with what we were saying before if you don't fit in Taurus's life and you know Maybe it's because you've just been projecting onto them or you haven't been respectful to them. Taurus have high standards. They're not pushovers. Like I said, it's all about having those good, good boundaries. Yeah, I, it's so funny. I feel like I used to talk about this in therapy too, because I'd be like, I would never do that to this person. Like, why would they do that to me? Or like, why don't they like, you know what I mean? Like, I just expected people to like be so loyal to me 
just because that's how I am. And I feel like we do this in general. Like, you know, if you are treating someone a certain way, you just think that they're going to, you know, treat you that way or think of you that way or whatever it is. I think that's like a natural part of like human psychology or whatever. But like, it is very true. And I think that it's a good thing. And I think that that's something that everyone could you know, think about or reflect on in your own life to kind of figure out, you know, what things are you letting slide that you shouldn't be letting slide and where do you need to like have boundaries and, you know, just basically getting your shit together. That's what tourist season's about apparently. Another thing too that I love about Taurus is is that Taurus gives really rational, practical advice and just like knows how to be that like problem solving support system so if you listen to last week's episode you would hear like the story about how when I got robbed in Spain Kara was the first person to fix all the stuff find all the solutions but like even like I don't know like I think about all the other like Tauruses in my life and how like they are always the people that like when I'm crying because you know cancer I do do that they're always the people to be like no Jade like pull it together this is what's happening. This is what you should do. This is how you can fix it. And I snap out of it almost immediately because the advice that they give is like so like real. It's not like fake BS advice. It's not fluff. It's like an actual problem that can get solved and they solve it for you or they show you how you can solve it yourself. And it's honestly something I appreciate a lot. Yeah, if you ever need practical advice, you need to go to a Taurus. Like, I'm sorry to compliment myself like that, but, like, it's true just because that's the kind of, like, that's just the way we are. That's the approach we take. So if you are someone who, you know, needs that or isn't sure what to do or, you know, things like that, like a Taurus, like, they they, they got you. And also, I will say that if you need something from a Taurus, I don't know why this just feels relevant. Like, you, if you ask them to do something like, hey, I want to vent to you and I want you just to listen – they will or if you're like I want you to like yell with me like or whatever it is like I think that that's really important too going back to like you know Tauruses are simple or like whatever but I feel like you know going back to the element of respect and understanding and wanting you know others to be welcome and happy because of Venus like we are I consider most Tauruses to be extremely understanding in that way too so I did just want to mention that you know if you need something you can ask they'll probably do it for you yeah I was gonna say like you know I like think about the people that I vent to the most lately and it's it's Taurus you know but I was gonna say if you need further proof that like Taurus are good with rational advice you listen to this podcast every single week I'm a Taurus moon Kara's a Taurus sun and we never sit here and tell you bs we sit here and tell you the real truth we don't sit here and say oh my god mercury retrograde your ex is gonna come back unless that's actually something that we see we don't sit here and lie to you for entertainment or for clout We literally sit here and give you the honest truth because we know that there's a lot of BS out there and like why be misled when you can just be correctly guided. Like we want to give practical advice. We don't want to sit here and watch you ruin your life. We want to give you that information so you can move on and make better choices. We're also never here telling you what to do. 
We offer guidance every single episode. We sit here and say like, okay, yeah, Sun Square Saturn might be something difficult, but this is some options you can take to work with it because it's practical and we recognize that, you know, each one of our listeners is going to be different from one another and maybe I need to cry and Kara needs to... I don't know, isolate. I don't really know, you know, or like maybe I need this and Kara needs that, but then my roommate needs this and then my friend needs that and my mom needs this. It, we're all different people. And I think that's one thing that Taurus is good at is recognizing that and being respectful of others' differences and giving that practical advice from an unbiased, like logical, practical standpoint. So that way the other person who's listening or receiving the advice can make the better choices. Like we literally do that every single week. We did it in this episode. So that's the proof. On that note, I think we're ready to end it. Yeah, I think that that is it for this week's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in for Taurus season. Wild time, interesting time. Happy to be here. Don't forget April 25th, Kara's birthday. You can use the code BDAY on astromillennials.com to get 15% off on all t-shirts. But anyways, if you want to stay in the loop with us, which you should because we are in the works of releasing, you know, some more some some more cozy comfy clothes maybe some sweats maybe some more stuff you're gonna want to stay in the loop with us on instagram we're astro millennials and also at blme the stars on twitter it's the same at blme the stars i'm astro with a zero instead of an o j-a-d-e and Kara is astro with a zero instead of an o k-a-r-a thank you so much for listening And we'll see you all next Monday. Bye.